What's up, podcast world? It's ad time. This episode of the show is brought to you by our friends at SeedsHereNow.com. That's right. If you need new seeds in the garden, I highly recommend SeedsHereNow.com. Make sure to check out Crypto Wednesdays, James Bean's Secret Vault, and of course, the easy peasy credit card payment options at SeedsHereNow.com. Happy Mother's Day, podcast world. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff. This is episode 740 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, we're going to focus on mother plants. Before I get to that part of the show, let's do a few shout outs to a few of those great folks who continue to support the show on Patreon. Let's kick it off with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to the captain and commander of the Irie Army. Let's send a big salute to my buddy Lemur Priest. Let's send a big thank you shout out to my good friend Billy Podunk. Let's send a big thank you shout out to a longtime supporter, my dude Kurt Z. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Andy D and Easy 057. Let's send a big thank you shout out to my dude Tree Star Meadow. Let's send a big fist bump and a thank you shout out to one of my favorite photographers, my buddy Zoso J. Let's send a thank you shout out to my dude Alabama Man. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Danky Dave. Let's send a big fist bump and a thank you shout out to my dude Tonto's Garden. Let's send a big fist bump and a thank you shout out to Bong Stain Bear. I want to send a special thank you shout out to a longtime supporter, my good friend, Miss Mel. Let's send a thank you shout out to Crazy Hand Grows. Then let's wrap it all up with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to Groove2112. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need will be right there on the screen. And of course, I do include a link in the show notes and in the video description. Excuse me for the throat clearing right here at the start of the show. I've been taking some monstrous dabs of some machine live batter from a friend. They don't want to be mentioned. Fist bump. You know who you are. Great work. It does mess up the throat, but it puts me in the greatest mood, the greatest zone for podcasting. That machine uh, puts on these blinders. All I could really pay attention to is that camera. These lights kind of went away. The notes are right here. Really digging the vibe of the machine live batter other than the clogged up throat. Pretty phenomenal concentrates. Excuse me for doing that rudely into the microphone. That was uncalled for. Big shout out to all of the friends who support the show. Happy Mother's Day. Let's quit rambling and focus in. Let's do a podcast. All right, let's do a deep dive into mother plants. Mother plants are a very important aspect of cannabis cultivation. Uh, Let's talk about what a mother plant is. Then we'll talk about how to establish a mother plant. Then we'll talk a little more deeply into mother plants. Let's get started by talking about what a mother plant is. What am I talking about? Mother plant. What does that even mean? When we cultivate cannabis, oftentimes we will find a plant that we kind of fall in love with, something you want to keep smoking over and over and over again. You want to keep growing it. 
as a breeder, as a grower, I like to grow something multiple times. I like to grow it. Uh, the first time I grow it, I call it the first date. I'm just going to give it the standard operating procedure, the basic nutrients, the basic grow room. We'll see how that plant reacts to the room. The second time I'll say, well, last time it didn't react to the cool. It didn't react well to the hot. It didn't like these nutrients. It could have done better with this. I will give it those things. Every time I grow that plant, I'll take notes. I'll pay attention. I will observe. I will sample and I will make adjustments every grow. And by the third, fifth, sixth grow, that plant will be banging. It'll be doing much better than the first time that I grew it because I've developed a relationship with that plant. Now, how do I continue to grow that plant? I need to keep a mother plant of that plant. Let's just get into, so we know what a mother plant is. That mother plant in the future is going to be uh, designated to give us clones to keep our genetics alive in the future. It's a mother plant that stays in the room unflowered, and we can take cuttings from that to turn them into clones or clippings or reproductions of our original plant, and we can continually grow this plant over and over again. This one never goes into flower. We save it. It's like our little genetic preserve. So that is a mother plant. How do we get to a mother plant? That's a very good question. Let's say we are either given a pack of seeds or we are given a clone or we acquire a clone or a pack of seeds. So let's start with a pack of seeds. Let's say we are given a 10 pack of seeds. You just are gifted a pack of seeds. I was super nice. I was like, hey bro, want some seeds? You're like, I sure do. Or whoever, whatever I called you. And I gave you a 10 pack of seeds and you grew them. Now you're going to find an amazing plant out of that 10 pack. You'll find one that really stands out to you. We will do what is a pheno hunt. We will grow all of these seeds. We will carefully observe them. Watch how they grow. There's going to be a couple of plants in there that really stand out. One's going to not even be desirable to you, but maybe to somebody else. One's going to really stand out to you. One's going to be pretty good. You're probably going to get one that puts out a lot of weight, one that really tastes good. And then one of those will be super potent. There's always two that it's hard to decide between uh, which keepers you want to keep. Let's talk about keeping one of those as a mother plant. What I would do, I would grow those seeds until they are big enough to get a clone. We talked about cloning earlier. I would take three clones from each seedling. Now I've got three opportunities to keep these plants alive. I would grow them out. I would either, at this point, what I would do, as soon as my clones show roots, I would flower these plants that have been growing. They're already established. They're already pretty big. Let's just flower those out, see what we've got. We'll pull the males immediately. Once these plants I put in flower show male, I will also call that male clone if I'm not looking for a male. In this, in this pheno hunt, we're just looking for a mom to make a mother plant, for a good keeper to make a mother plant. So we're going to grow all of these seedlings. We're going to cut a clone. We're going to put the mom, the original plant, into flower. When those show us sex, we will call all of the boys, the small boys and the big boys. Now we are only down to the females. One thing I should mention, carefully label all of your plants. The way I do it is either alphabetically or numerically. I've just got plants A through Z, or we're in Colorado, A through six, whatever number six is in the alphabet, uh, or 12, depending on where we are. I number them one through six, one through 12. Then when I take clones, the clones get the corresponding number. Clone number one came from plant number one. Clones number two came from plant number two. Clones labeled three came from plant three. Makes it easy. So if my plant number five shows that it's a male, clone five is a male, it goes bye-bye. If number one shows it's a girl, number one is a girl, it gets to stay. That's the way that works. So we eliminate the boys. Now we grow out the females. Pay attention. Some of them you're going to love, some you're going to hate. Find the one that you really, really do love. 
If the first time I run it, I may keep two, maybe three of the females. We've eliminated the boys. We've gotten rid of the non-desirable females. Now let's really run these girls one more time and see what we really love. I don't know what you're going to do. Uh, you could do it the one time. You could do it a couple times. Find the girls you like. Uh, in this case, we're just going to pick one. We're going to say we found the one that we really liked. We're going to say it was number two. In my case, it often is number two. One, number one's a boy. Number two is quite often the keeper. Number four is a champ. It's just weird luck of the draw for me. So number two, we're going to say number two was a fucking amazing female keeper plant. We're going to keep that, right? We grew it out. We flowered it. We smoked it. It is awesome. Luckily, back in the day, we kept a clone of number two. It's just growing. It's over there in the grow room, just growing. We've still got it. We know number two was the champ. Guess what? That clone that is growing over there, that is now your mother plant. That's how you establish a mother plant. You cut the clone. What I do is I cut the clone off the top of a veg plant. I put it in the cloner. I let it clone. I let it root. As soon as it gets roots, I put it in a pot. That's when I flower my other plant. Now I've got nine weeks to find out what the winners are. That other plant's going to grow over there for nine weeks. Before nine weeks is up, you've probably decided what your favorite plant is. So you've got your favorite selected. Now I would cut clones from my favorite one again, and I've already got clones ready for the next run. So we cut a, a clone off of our original seeded plant. Just cut a clone right out of the top, put it in the cloner. It's going to take two weeks to root ish. As soon as I see roots, I flower the one that's already in the pot, the big one that the clone came from. We're going to find the boys and girls, pull out the boys, find your favorite girl. You'll know, you'll know probably by week seven or week eight, what your favorite girls are. Your other plants are over here that you took clones of. They'll have to come out of the cloner. They'll go into pots. They'll start growing. They're going to get bigger. It's going to be nine weeks before we need them for anything. My recommendation is around week seven of flower on this run, cut clones. Now those clones become your next run. Guess what? You just cut those from your mother plants that you've got sitting over here. Your favorite one over here will be designated your mother plant. Let's move it over here and focus now on mother plants. We have done a basic pheno hunt. We have found the mother plant we choose to keep. We've got a nice bushy plant of that mother plant right here. Uh, we cut a clone. It grew. It's been growing for several weeks. You may have not taken clones off of it by now. You may have. Now's a good time to go and clean up this mother plant. I kind of do a little bit of lollipopping, a little bottoming, just to clean it up. It's going to have some funky, useless shit at the bottom, just small wispy shoots coming off. I take all that stuff off. Uh, then I want to make a nice bushy plant because this is going to be the plant that donates a bunch of cuts to me when I need to grow again. So if I need, uh, I'm going to, I know how many clones I'm going to need for my next run. If I know I need three, I don't need super bushy of a plant. If I need 25 cuts, I need to start topping this plant strategically to make more branches and more arms so that I can produce more clones to supply my growth for the next run. And then every time you top it at the right spot, it's going to produce double the nodes. So the next time you run it, you should have plenty of clones available for the next run. If you got 25 this time, you should be able to get 50 next time. No problem because you doubled all of the spaces. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep this big mother plant nice and healthy, as healthy as I can. I'm going to keep it under at least 18 hours of light and six hours of darkness. A lot of times I will go 19 hours of light and five hours of darkness just to prevent any sort of auto flower, any sort of ideas that that plant could have darkness long enough to flower. I do give them sleep sleep time. I believe uh, anything wants a little bit of sleepy time. You need a nap. The dog needs a nap. The plants can use a nap. Also, your equipment can use a nap. 
Uh, if we turn off the lights for just four or five hours a night, that will save us a lot of electricity, a lot of time on your bulbs, uh, a lot of time on the air conditioner, uh, a lot of things that don't have to run unless it's the winter and then you got to turn on a heater. That's a whole nother conversation. Keep them under at least 18 hours of light. Some people will go 19. Some people will go 20. Some will do the 24. That is not my recommendation. Once again, we all need a nap. You'll notice that they'll start getting uh, spindly and growing too tall and getting weird on you if you don't give them any nighttime. I do think that weird growth is a symptom of them. Just they're freaking out, dude. They're, they're going crazy. They need a nap. Feed them. Excuse me, feed them. Another very important thing is to feed them. I feed them a high nitrogen diet. I focus on just mainly the basic NPK. Uh, in a good vegetative nutrient solution, you will get most of the things needed for your mother plants. They may need a little bit of cow mag. Definitely feed them microbes. One thing is I really step up my pesticide application or my integrated pest management routine in the mother room area because it all starts with healthy mother plants. If your moms start getting healthy, your stock is, or if they start getting unhealthy, your stock is unhealthy. It all starts right there. So have very healthy mother plants if at all possible. Keep insects away from them. Keep powdery mildew away from them. Keep any viruses away from them. Keep those mother plants clean. Those are sacred. As a breeder, that's my, that's everything sacred to me is those mother plants. So keep them clean, safe, and healthy. Up your uh, step up your integrated pest management game in that room is where it all starts. If you can't get healthy cuts, you can't get healthy plants. If you can't have healthy veg plants, you can't have healthy flower plants. You can't breed healthy seeds. It all starts with healthy moms, healthy clones, healthy veg. Get those mother plants super healthy. So give them a lot of light. Give them a lot of strong vegetative nutrients. Then also give them a lot of cleanliness. Give them a lot of pest management. Make sure there are no bugs on there. That's where it all starts. Now, um, something else to talk about is the goal and shape of your plants. How many clones do you need? I top them early because when I top them, all those lower branches start growing up. Now think about when you, you've got an intersection, we call it a, a node. So you've got the branch coming up and shooting off to the left is just one more little space. And then right above that going off to the right is one more little space, little branches. So if you cut that one out of the middle, you've now got the one going up off the left and the one going up off the right. Those eventually will even out and start growing as new apical dominant tops. If you top it right, think about that strategically when you are cutting it. Think about the plant kind of it looks like I'm giving you the finger here on the camera. I'm not. It looks like a three. It looks like a peace sign turned upside down. You got the one going up the middle. Then you got your left branch and your right branch. If you cut that one out the middle, that's a much better hand gesture there. If you cut that one out the middle, these two will compete and become new tops. Later on, those will both become clones. So take out this clone now. You get these two in the future. Then those two, repeat the process. You get four. Repeat the process. You get eight. Repeat the process. It becomes into like fucking 64, right? If you do it, just it's mathematically bra. So keep cutting, keep cutting them, keep topping, and you will make more tops. Something that will happen eventually, this will happen. There's, You could do this uh, process as long as you want, but eventually you're going to need to replace your mother plant. Right now, people are going to say, what about genetic drift? That is not a thing. I've done a full podcast on why genetic drift does not apply to cannabis and why it doesn't apply to cloning cannabis. So wash genetic drift right out of your brain. That's not a thing. If your mother plants are healthy, you cut clones properly, genetic drift will not be a thing. I've done a full episode on that. Do some research. Check out the episode. One thing that will need to be done is you will need to re-clone your mother plants. They will get big. They will get tall. They'll start getting old. They'll get out of control. That plant is 
It's old, no matter how long, every time you clone the plant, that plant is still as old as that original clone. So it's got that much age on it. We've got to keep these plants fresh. We've got to reclone them. What I do every three to six months, depending on the plant, um, the Sunkiss plant doesn't grow super, or the, uh, the Platinum Tangy doesn't grow super fast. It stays kind of smaller, doesn't take as much time. Mac 1 doesn't take as much time. I can remom that one every six months. The Mighty Congo, the Chem de la Chem, they need remommed about every three months. So what I do, I simply cut a nice batch of clones. I probably cut one row, uh, five clones off of each plant, right? So we got five Congo, we got five uh, Chem de la Chems, and then I just let those root. And the best two, I pot them. The best two of each one, I pot them. Then I let them grow. The best one goes in the flower room. The second best one becomes the new mother plant. That becomes my new genetic. That's the one that I get to grow from from now on. And that's going to repeat the process forever. Then that big plant that I cut the clones from, I either flower that, which most of the time I do not do, or I simply cut it into small pieces and throw it away because I don't need it. I don't feel the need to just grow it because I've got it. That's not what that plant was meant for. It was meant to provide clones. It served its purpose. I've got all the cuts I need. I can chop that big bad dog down and throw it away. Sometimes they'll go outside. Uh, sometimes they get flowered in a flower room. Sometimes they get pollinated. Most of the time, it's better for me just to eliminate that plant, start fresh with those new cuts. They're already so big. They're already stretched out. That's why I'm remomming it. They just get they get out of control. They get unruly and unshapely. If you're not strategically cloning it all the time and on top of it, it will get out of control. And even if so, it will get root bound. Uh, it'll just get old, reclone it, remom it, get it started fresh. I do that again about every three to six months is how I redo my moms. Now let's talk about another scenario. I know a lot of people, uh, myself included, I'm here in Colorado. Uh, in my personal grow, I'm very limited on the amount of plants that I would like to have. So Instead of wasting space on mother plants, in some cases, what we will do, we will use a dedicated veg plant as our mother plant. So let's just say you grew your, you've got a clone, right? You know that this clone is the winner. You've done your pheno hunt. You've got the winner. You've got your clone right here. You just, right before you're going to flower, take a couple of clones off of it and save them. And now you've got three or five clones in the cloning area. You move that plant into the flowering room. It'll flower in nine weeks. Now your, uh, your clones are in there for two weeks. They come out of the cloner. Uh, they go into their pots. They got two weeks in the cloner. Uh, two or three weeks in the small pots and then like six weeks. No, what do we got? That's five. We got four weeks in the bigger pots, then move those right into flower and take a couple of cuts off of them and use your veg plants as your mother plant. Kind of keep a perpetual cycle going. People are going to say, what about genetic drift? Again, I'm going to say that is not a thing. As long as you were keeping your plants healthy, <clears throat> excuse me, as long as your veg plants, your donor plant is what I want to call it, is a healthy plant. Your clones will come out healthily. If you do it properly, take good care of them. Uh, I've done full episodes on clones care, all of that stuff. That's another topic. But let me talk about how to do that again, because I feel like I breezed over it. You've got your plant. You're going to flower it. That plant is your mom plant and your flower plant. It's a veg plant that will be flowered at the same time. You got a plant, put it into the flower room right before you change the light cycle, take three to five clones off of it. Those clones will be the next run. So while this bad dog is flowering, your clones are rooting. They'll root. They'll take two weeks. As soon as these plants in the flower room start showing sex and going into flower, you've got plants to move from a clone dome into pots. Uh, as soon as they really start banging out flower, you got to up pot these and get them ready. Start prepping them for the next run. Slide them into flower. As soon as these finish, take a couple of clones, repeat the process. You've got a perpetual cycle without keeping mother plants because you're keeping veg mother plants at the same time. All right. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, mothers, fathers, 
pollen chuckers, all of you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts out there. Thank you for hanging out with me on Mother's Day. Thanks for listening to a quick lesson on mother plants. It is time to wrap up this podcast. It is time to go spend some time with our moms. Uh, If you feel like this episode was educational, informative, and or entertaining, please support the show on Patreon. All you have to do is check out patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. If you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, of course, I'd love to hear from you. The email address is growfromyourheart at hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Reach out. Let me know what you think of the show. Let me know if I missed anything. Let me know if I need to do any updates. I do appreciate the listener interaction. Everything else you may need is on my website at iregenetics.com. There's a link to the Discord server. There's a link to vendors. There's a merch link. Like I said, anything you can imagine is on the website. Once again, that is iregenetics.com. Calm. Ladies and gentlemen, that is all I've got for you for this episode. You know I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a big shout out to my buddy Smoke. What? And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me. Bye.